0: Hey, folks, welcome back to the Friday Show. (laughs) That's the day of the week, it is. This is the Culture Jack Podcast, and I'm your host, Dustin. And today, on this very special episode of the Friday Show, on this very special episode of Culture Jack the Podcast, I want to talk about Spider Man No Way Home Theories. Like, not the actual movie, because I have not seen the actual movie uh, yet. And so today, congratulations, it's Spider-Man No Way Home Day. It's out in theaters right now, so some of you may have already even seen it. I have not seen it. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about the theories that are going on with Spider-Man No Way Home. So if you haven't seen it yet like me, maybe we can sit here and pontificate together. Maybe we can sit here and theorize about what may Happen? Who may show up? What plot points will be explored, and how the MCU will will further be expanded by what, at least if hype is to be believed, is going to be the greatest MCU film since Avengers: Endgame. We're gonna take a look at all of these theories that are swirling around out there. Not all of them. We're gonna take a good uh, look at a good few of them. Some of them may be true. So that's where I say this episode could get maybe a little spoilery if you're not into that kind of thing if you if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want to get spoiled even potentially spoiled for something that I might have seen on the internet now all this stuff I did pull off before today so I pulled it off the internet before there were what will no doubt be all of the all of the major plot points all of the spoilers all of the leaks out online on on this on this day Spider-Man no Way, no Way Home day. So, if you're not into even being potentially spoiled, maybe you turn off the episode now and you come back, you come back later, you turn off the internet, you turn off your phone and you don't get spoiled until you see this in the movie theaters. But if you're like me and are really curious about this movie and want to hear about some of the things I think are going to happen and some of the things that other people think are going to happen, stick around. Let's let's walk through this this thing together. But before we do, uh, I'm going to take a, take a cue out of Anthony's book and say, hey, if you haven't already, leave a review for the show. It would help us out uh, greatly if you haven't already done so. I really appreciate it. Now, I want to start before we get into some of these theories, some of these potential spoilers uh, by, by talking about or reading off some early reactions uh, to Spider-Man: No Way Home, because at the at the time of this f- uh, filming, at the time of this recording for this episode, it's Tuesday, December 14th. The time you're listening to it, if it's on the day of release, is Friday, December 17th. And so people have already seen this movie. I've seen some of my favorite commentators, some of my favorite YouTube personalities that I like to to go to and listen to 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 hear about reviews and and stuff for this this kind of media. Uh, they are raving about it. They are saying it is excellent. You have to go see it. You have to go see it in theaters. Turn off your computers. Do not get spoiled for this film because it is going to be uh, so amazing. So some early reactions. I've got uh, some some tweets here. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home sends this trilogy off on a glorious high note. The action is top-notch and the villains steal the show. It felt like a culmination of all the previous Spider-Man films that came before it. This is the best Spider-Man film to date. That is high praise indeed. Here's another one. Believe the hype. Spider-Man No Way Home is absolutely incredible. Not only the best superhero movie of the year, but hands down the best Spider-Man film ever that honors what has come before. Spider-Man No Way Home is one of the best superhero movies of all time. It just continu- continuously proves over and over again why Peter Parker is the greatest fictional character Ever Here's another. Spider-Man No Way Home is Spider-Man film that absolutely would not be possible without the foundation set by its franchise predecessors. It's by far the most mature Spidey films to date as it pushes Parker to his emotional and physical limits. Prepare to be floored. Wow, wow, wow. Here's another. Spider-Man No Way Home was everything I wanted and more. The villains, the score, the message, and visuals were all incredible. I absolutely love this film and am looking forward to seeing it over and over and over. Definitely worth the wait. Every bit of it. This person gives their own mini no spoiler review. They say, Spider-Man No Way Home is a roller coaster of emotions from start to finish. It's one that has to be seen in the cinema because the audience reaction, the gasp, the laughs, the the laughs. It's just so fun and worthwhile. It's a fitting finish to this chapter of Spider-Man. Where do I even start? I'm still processing No Way Home. But the first words that come to, to mind are amazing and devastating. First of all, Tom Holland's performance continues. This isn't the first time to stick with me long after I leave the theater. And the last reaction that I have or that I found is the only one that was at all critical of the film. And you'll find that when early reactions to these movies are put out, you're not going to find a lot of critical uh, (laughs) or I guess real harsh critiques of the film because you know, these people want to get invited back to more premieres. And so you're going to do that by you're going to schmooze a little bit and you're going to say how great the movie is. But I mean, a lot of them are very positive. This one says first half has a lot of fun stuff, but also feels a bit clunky. But in the second half, it coalesces in a big way and has so much absolutely thrilling, awesome stuff. I really love the places it went for several reasons. I can't wait to see it again. So, I mean if if I haven't sold you on this movie, if Anthony hasn't sold you on this movie, by gosh, hopefully some of those people did. and i I can't expect it's going to be a letdown with the amount of hype, the amount of uh, mystery that surrounded this movie with the leaks and the potential spoilers and the casting. and just it's kind of the first of its kind that, at least from what we've seen in the trailers, are merging separate franchises into a single franchise. So I talked with my brother about this a little bit. So I'm, <laughs> I, I guess most of the theories that I'm going to talk about are just basically who's going to show up in the, in the film. So both Logan and myself think Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire are 100% in this thing. Like, they, they absolutely can't be. And and I'll give you some justification for why, I, at least I think that way. Uh, Spider-Man, why would, you, why would you have the villains from another Spider-Man universe? So you have the license. That's no longer a hurdle. Why would you have the villains come from another universe and have an entire plot focused around trans-dimensional hopping villains and characters from a movie franchise? without bringing over the main heroes from that franchise. Like I mean that it's it's such an obvious an obvious story. Why wouldn't you choose to tell it like that? Okay, so we think the other Spider-Men are in the movie. Uh, are Emma Stone and Kirsten Dunst going to show up in the movie? Was <laughs> was the question we asked ourselves. Now Emma Stone, she played Gwen Stacy, and Kirsten Dunst played uh, Mary Jane in the first Spider-Man trilogy, and I don't think that they will. Um, I, I mean, maybe they will, because there is that scene in the trailer where Spider-Man is diving down to catch Mary Jane, uh, or MJ, the the MCU ver- uh, version of, of Mary Jane. Uh, he's reaching down to catch MJ very much uh, in a similar way to the way... Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker Spider-Man was reaching down to catch Gwen Stacy, but failed to, and of course she broke her back. Which is, uh, curiously enough, why um, body belts, body supporting belts were outlawed in the 1980s, because with a single point of attachment on a fall arrest system, you're only going to break your back if you fall in the incorrect way. Which is what happened to her. Spoiler alert for The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I think that happened in two. Yeah, it had to have. So I don't think MJ is going to show up. Maybe, maybe Gwen Stacy. And if Gwen Stacy shows up, and if it is Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy, are we going to get a a transition to Spider-Gwen? I mean, I personally think they would cast a younger actress in the vein of the the Spider-Gwen that showed up in Into the Spider-Verse. Um... I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean strongly toward they are not showing up. But if either of them show up, it's going to be Gwen Stacy, uh, Tom Hardy, his uh, Eddie Brock, uh, Venom is going to show up. So my brother thinks I don't think Tom Hardy's going to show up. Now, spoiler alert for Venom Two: Let There Be Carnage. If you haven't seen that already, in the end credit scene, Venom was transported seemingly to another dimension. Saw. Peter Parker, Tom Holland's Peter Parker Spider-Man on the screen was like, I like this guy. And he licked the screen. I still think it is too early for Venom to show up. I I think he will show up in the next trilogy, the next Spider-Man trilogy that they have after this one, because they've been talking about that online, that they're they're going to have another trilogy. This is not the last that you've seen of Holland's Parker. Um, Morbius will not show up in this one. Logan thinks he will not show up. I think he will not show up. Uh, I think it's too early. I don't believe there has been a reveal of a character that's shown up in a movie before their movie was released. Never mind, I take that back. Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther, T'Challa, he showed up in Civil War before the Black Panther movie. So there is some precedence, but I don't think he will show up in this one. I think maybe... He could show up in the in the Doctor Strange movie. They are doing massive rewrites. for Not, not just rewrites. They're doing massive reshoots for Doctor Strange. They're damn near uh, reshooting a whole movie. I think Anthony reported on that on his Weekend Wire show. Um, but I don't think Morbius is going to show up just yet. Maybe seeing as how Doctor Strange is a more horror-themed or has more horror elements than many of the other MCU movies, maybe he'll show up in that one. Actually, I, I, I think he, he will show up. And that's what I'm going to say. Morbius is showing up in Doctor Strange, but not Spider-Man. Uh, Scorpion, I don't think uh, he's going to show up. He was, of course, made kind of a quick cameo appearance at the end of the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. When, um, shoot, what's his name? <laughs> he played Batman. He played, oh man, it's going to kill me now multiplicity he was the vulture in the homecoming movie keith kenneth no good lord what is that guy's name i got to i got to look it up man it is the wandering village release date was what i was looking up on uh, my phone but it's vulture actor uh not culture jack thank you altier No, not all tier, not culture actor. (laughs) Vulture actor. Michael Keaton. Kenneth. Who the hell is Kenneth? Michael Keaton. Um, Logan says he's going to show up. Logan says he's going to be there. He's going to round out the group as the last member of the Sinister Six. So we're going to have Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Lizard, Sandman Vulture. I don't know. I don't know who the Sinister Six are going to be. I don't think he's going to show up. Uh, Scorpion, we don't know. Rhino, we don't think is going to show up from the end of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Now, is Miles Morales going to show up? Logan thinks at the end uh, of the movie, during the end credit scene, we are going to get a, a live action Miles Morales or they're going to do like a hybrid... Uh, Spider-Verse MCU style intersection of the two worlds and we're going to get a Miles Morales in that way. I don't think that we are. I don't think we're going to get a Miles Morales animated or otherwise until after this has been released and after uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse part one, uh, Spider-Verse two part one, I think that's what it's called, is released as well. And then I think between those, then we will get some facet of a Miles Morales Spider-Man in the MCU proper. But I don't think I don't think we will until then. Are any new characters going to show up? I I I don't know. Are the X-Men going to show up? I don't think. Um, well, I I think that they will. My brother thinks that they will not. I think. This is a wonderful opportunity to introduce the X-Men. But, you know, I mean, you could say that about any moment in the MCU and say, well, hey, look at this time. This is a great time to introduce the X-Men. If you want to see the X-Men in the MCU, well, then any time that the X-Men could appear, they should appear, at least according according to me. Uh, Logan says that Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, will not be showing up, and I think she will at the end credits, uh, helping set up Dr. Strange, uh, Kraven, the hunter, Logan doesn't think that he's going to show up only old villains. He says are going to show up. Uh, I think that Craven the hunter might be an end credit scene. Um, whether it's a Craven the hunter that's hunting, uh, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man across time, or a new Kraven, the, the hunter that is dealing with this spider threat. I think that I think that would be really cool. Uh, Kingpin and Daredevil are going to show up. Uh, So says Logan. I think Daredevil will show up, but no, not Kingpin. Not yet. And the reason I don't think Kingpin will show up is because Kingpin, uh, like I said, I recorded this on Tuesday. So I don't know what's happening with Wednesday's Hawkeye show. But I think we either just got Kingpin or we're going to get Kingpin next week in Hawkeye. So I don't think Hawkeye's in Spider-Man. I mean, that's maybe not a good rationalization as to why Kingpin wouldn't show up in Spider-Man because he very well could show up in both. But I, I think we are going to get Daredevil. I think it's a bait and switch with that lawyer scene in the, in the trailer. And I think that is actually Matt Murdock. I mean, it's got to be. So the Sinister Six. So what I've, I've jotted down here uh, for the, the Sinister Six or what Logan thinks for the Sinister Six is uh, Electro doc ock lizard green goblin hobgoblin and sandman he that's who he thinks the sinister six is going to be i think it's going to be electro doc ock vulture hobgoblin green goblin and i don't know who else i don't know who is going to be that that sixth member i mean i guess i could see a venom coming into it and then splitting off from the group There were rumors about Mr. Negative showing up and he was in the video games. So that would be kind of cool. Like a scorpion would be cool because we haven't seen a really good live action scorpion yet. I mean, I guess they had lizard in the trailer. So it'd have to be lizard instead of who instead of Green Goblin. because I think they're going to kill off Green Goblin. I think he's done. Alfred Molina might show up for another one. But I think uh, Willem Dafoe is going to be done with the character after this. And I have watched an interview with them and how cool it was. They said, coming back to these characters for Willem Dafoe, greens, green goblin, you know, 20 years after the, the last movie there and, and Molina coming back, you know, 16, 17 years after his character was last seen. Um, that's pretty, that's pretty damn neat. People are, are going to properly forget about Spider-Man at the end of the movie. I think you know, based on the trailers, uh, him and Doctor Strange, they cast that spell to make most of the people forget, but but they screw it up, and so that's why these these people are coming into their universe, which I also don't think that is the complete reason why they're coming into the universe. Like, we have had several multiverse-breaking events just since the beginning of this year when Wanda really broke reality, making that town, making Vision... When Loki, uh, not Loki, but Sylvie really messed things up for the timeline when she stabbed Kang and put him down. So there's, there's, I think, I think it's one of those other two things that's causing this. And this isn't at least the entire cause of it. I mean, shoot, maybe it is. Um, but I think, I think they're going to properly forget about Spider-Man. And they're going to do justice to Spider-Man's secret identity um Character arcs like they did in the Like they did in the comics um, So I think there are, This is going to introduce a time where we are going To see more masked identities Of characters in the MCU You know, Robert Downey Jr. kind of Ruined that for us when he improved the line You know, I am Iron Man at the end of Iron Man 1 uh, Are we going to see Mephisto In this? Logan says no uh, And he says, but we are going to see Kang that's a double no for me. I say I say no Mephisto and no Kang yet. Uh, though Kang, you know, he may may be real ticked off and and come out of the sky and say, Hey, what the hell are you guys doing? And you really you're really pissing me off now. I gotta go beat up Ant Man. So those are the those are the people and and theories that that Logan and I have that we talked about. Uh, now some fan theories that I saw online because I was just kind of curious. Like, what are the other big theories? out there. And I got this from a sci-fi.com article. One Mysterio is alive and he is behind this whole thing. I think Mysterio is pretty well dead though. I loved the look of Mysterio so much I would forgive, like even even a gaping wide plot hole, uh, to explain how he is still alive. Because Jake Gyllenhaal did fantastic, and that character was played so well, and the art and the and the the uh, CG was done so perfectly for Mysterio. I'd love to see him see him be done again. Uh, Uncle Ben will be played by Tobey Maguire. It's another rumor that I read online. I don't like it. I want him to be Peter Parker. I want him to be Spider-Man. I want him to come back. Tobey Maguire, he has a huge, uh, he's got the adoration of Spider-Man fans all across the internet. People say that he is the best Spider-Man and I disagree. I think Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man and if I I were to choose a second, it would be Andrew Garfield. I like the Andrew Garfield, the amazing Spider-Man better than I did the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. There, I said it. Yes, That Spider-Man kicked off comic book movies properly, like we know today. Then, you know, went on to the X-Men, and then finally we got the MCU in 2008. So we owe a lot to that Spider-Man. However, he shot webs out of his veins, man. Come on, he's got web shooters. He made them because he's like a kid genius or, you know, a a mid-20s genius, (laughs) playing a kid, essentially. So I don't like the Uncle Ben will be played by Tobey Maguire thing. Uh, An animated Mild Morales is going to make an appearance. We talked about that a little bit. I don't think that's going to happen, at least not in this Spider-Man film. Leonardo DiCaprio at one point was uh, potentially going to be cast as Spider-Man in one of these movies. So there's a rumor out there that he is going to show up as a version of Spider-Man. And then there's a, the last one from this this list that I got off of sci-fi.com is uh, Michael Keaton's Batman is going to show up. So he's not going to show up as the Vulture, but he's going to show up as Batman? No, 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 no. That's definitely not happening. As much as I'd love to see a Marvel versus DC or, or something along those lines, I don't think we're there yet. I think we'll get there. And if Marvel and the MCU can, can provide proof of concept with this, this franchise being injected with other franchises within the same, you know, Marvel universe, but not within the MCU without in the Sony uh, universe and, and beyond maybe the Fox universe as well. I'm excited to, to be proven wrong on that one. Then that would be an excellent proof of concept for Feige and the gang and I guess G- Jeff Johns is still running things. Walter Hamada over there at DC, but you know, uh, I'd love I'd love to see that crossover. Uh, I got another list off of Screenrant.com that said Ned is going to bring Toby and Andrew over to this universe with a Doctor Strange sling ring. You know, one of the things that makes the portals. I don't think that's the case. They're gonna they're gonna slip out in one of the one of the little crackling lightning bolts that that Loki brought. Speaking of Loki, another theory is Alligator Loki is going to show up and that in one of the trailers, they covered Alligator Loki with an actress, Paula Newsom, so as not to expose that potential plot point. I don't think Alligator Loki's showing up. I think that was a one-time gag that they played in Loki that was really good But I I don't think they're going to do it again or make him a major character like, uh, you know, Rocket, the raccoon is. Well, I'd love to see Squirrel Girl. That would be cool. Let's bring a live action Squirrel Girl. I guess there was a live action Squirrel Girl series in development at one point, but it never really really took off or got off the ground. Another one yet has to do with uh, J.K. Simmons. Uh, showing up in in the movie not only once, but twice. And both times as J. Jonah Jameson, but one time from the MCU universe and one time from the Spider-Man Raimi universe. I don't know what to think about this rumor. I would love to see an interaction uh, with J.K. Simmons between himself and himself. I would love to see how the two J. Jonah Jamesons I don't know, maybe team up to spread this misinformation about Spider-Man or maybe they talk about, uh, you know, news maybe they become best friends or maybe they just simply hate each other. I don't think this is true, but I would love to see it. Dr. Strange maybe is perhaps Agatha Harkness. So says another rumor. I don't know what you people are doing anymore. (laughs) I don't know what is going on and it'll be interesting because I'm recording this before I've seen the movie. So it'll be interesting for those of you that listen to this podcast to <laughs> see how right or how wrong I was, or kind of take this roundup of theories that I have and see how right or how wrong the people on the internet were. But I know people are obsessed with Agatha Harkness. By the way, that is my only, my only. Not copyright strike, but my only modified video on TikTok was one where I used the it was Agatha all along soundtrack for background music to one of my commentaries about WandaVision. And uh, like TikTok strikes me as the Wild West. Anyone can use anything. I've seen all kinds of copyrighted music be used in all kinds of different ways. Their moderation is garbage, at least right now, but it is still relatively relatively young. But that Agatha. Agatha all along song really, <laughs> really got under their, under their shirt. Uh, I don't think Dr. Strange is Agatha Harkness. However, Dr. Strange might be the version of Dr. Strange that we saw in what if, where he's like the Dr. Strange that went too far to save his love. Um, I mean, that could be, or he could be Mephisto. Peter Parker travels into a different universe instead of this uh, these other universes coming to him are coming to us. I don't buy off on this. I think it is the other universes uh, coming to us. But I did recently have a theory about Loki that I posted on Twitter. If you, if you don't follow us on Twitter, you should do it. It's at Culture Jacked. Um, but I posted this theory on Twitter that I have about Loki. You know, at the end of Loki, when Sylvie pushes him back through the portal, and he he seemingly goes back to the TVA, and he goes back to a very similar but different TVA where he meets up with Mobius and Mobius and Hunter B-15. And he's like, you, we've got to, we've got to do something. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who are you? And he's like, it's yo, it's me. And then he realizes that he's in a different timeline. He's in, in uh, the wrong timeline. Cause he looks out and there's Kang, that statue of Kang and not this, the statue of the time wizards or whatever the hell they were. I can't remember. It's been several months. Okay. But he looks out and he sees Kang. And so I was thinking instead of Loki going to a different universe where Kang has outed himself as this timekeeper guy, I'm, I'm thinking Kang has always been in our universe. Kang has always been a, a figure that monitors this timeline. And instead of our Loki getting sent to a different timeline, I feel like it's a different Loki being sent to our timeline. Because the Loki that we know in our timeline is dead. He was killed at the hands of Thanos. We all saw it. So that's just a, a little aside, aside there. But I don't think that this is the case for Peter Parker or Spider-Man. I think this is all t- taking place in our universe in our dimension and all these other characters are coming from other dimensions there's another rumor that uh Jemma simmons from agents of shield will make an appearance which is awesome she was a was a great character i'd love to see fitz join up as well but there's been no mention of the agents of shield lore coming to the mcu I mean, we did have the confirmation that Daredevil will be coming to the MCU. And when Daredevil is played in the MCU, he will be played by Charlie Cox, uh, like he was in the Netflix show. But we've had no other confirmation of the ABC show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., moving any of their characters over. Although Agent Colson and Nick Fury have both lived in both worlds in the ABC show and in the MCU. Um, it was a good show, Agents of Shield. Not not a great show. Here's another one. Uh, Ned becomes the Hobgoblin. This is the last theory that I found on there. I don't know what would drive Ned to become the Hobgoblin. I mean, there could be some some crazy betrayal by Peter, but I don't like. They haven't set his character up for a great betrayal like that, unless they are bringing a Ned from another universe who happens to be the Hobgoblin, in which case that'd be cool. I'd I'd love to see a live action Hobgoblin because I think if I remember correctly from the comics and the cards and the the shows, he was a little bit crazier than the Green Goblin. Anyway, those are all the theories that I have and that the internet has that I want to share with you or (laughs) that I spent and bothered looking up. I don't want to be spoiled for this thing. So after I, I, I shut down the computer for this episode, you won't catch me on the internet again until I've seen it. I would advise the, the same for you. Don't go seek it out. Don't go, you know, just type in Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler-free review on the internet. Don't do that. It's going to have spoilers in it. They're going to have big things in it you didn't want to hear, you didn't want to see, and you didn't want to read. Do not scroll on social media. I cannot put a big enough emphasis on this if you don't intend to be spoiled, why would you subject your spoil-free mind to the benevolence of a bunch of friends and family who cannot shut up and cannot stop talking about a thing? I mean, by merit, the very thing of me standing here and talking to you on this podcast, I won't be able to stop talking about it when I see it. And I... I try to be respectful. I try to honor, you know, keeping spoilers away from people, but I slip, man. I want to talk about the stuff. I love talking about this stuff and that's where people live. They live on social media. Do not go on YouTube. I mean, you can go on YouTube, look up a video, sure. Uh, or watch a video from your subscribe list, but don't let that thing autoplay, because I guarantee you the next video that's going to pop up is five Spider-Man surprises that we didn't expect from No Way Home. But here they are, red circles and arrows uh, uh, just all over the place. Don't get spoiled. Judging simply by the hype that we have around this movie, if this was before the pandemic, I would say this movie would have made no less than $1.5 billion. That would be my my estimate for this movie, if there was not a worldwide pandemic, my estimate, uh, for how much this one's going to make released Now, I think the global box office will put it somewhere around 850 to $900 million. So not a failure by any means, not a huge success by pre pandemic means, but the biggest success that we've had post pandemic Marvel MCU movie. That's where I think it's going to land about 850 to 900 million. All it has to do is not suck because there is so much hype around this movie. Like everyone has been so ravenous and hungry and thirsty for for leaks and and spoilers and casting news and production sets and who's coming and who's going. This this one is going to be big. I I know it. And this is this episode that I'm recording here now is being released on the day of. So we've already had the night before screening that they always do. They, if you're listening to it the day after I release it, you know, we've had two days with this thing in the theaters. It's going to have a 40, $50 million opening weekend. And that's during the pandemic. That's really good because the top has been like 30, 40 million. I think I'm excited for this kind uh, of movie with these huge multiversal implications. And at the very least, I feel like it is a big step, even if we don't get them, but to getting X-Men, Fantastic Four, and heck, even T'Challa back, by the way of a different universe's Black Panther. Oh, and, you know, maybe, maybe a different universe's Shuri, if the most recent news is to be believed, that she might no longer be involved in the MCU. But all of that has the hair on the back of my my neck standing up, my, my mouth filled with saliva. I, I absolutely cannot wait. Hopefully you enjoyed those theories. Hopefully I did not spoil anything that actually happened in the movie because this is all conjecture. And, uh, if you like this episode, do me a favor. There's a multiverse where you haven't haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, where you haven't reviewed the podcast yet, where you haven't left us a comment on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Culture Jacked, where you haven't sent us an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. Please, please, I cannot wait to discuss this movie with you. I cannot wait to talk with you, Anthony, about this movie. It is one of my most anticipated movies of the year. And it's going to have a tough shot at beating out Dune for my favorite movie of the year, which I'm talking about next week. So tune in next week to find out my favorite game, my favorite movie, and my favorite show or series uh, from the year 2021. That's what it is. That's what it's all about. Game of the year, show of the year, movie of the year here on the Culture Jack podcast next week. But that is all I have for the show. Uh, I hope you had a wonderful week. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I hope you see... Spider-Man No Way Home. Cheers. Bye.